Swindelkin, and this is On The Line, my podcast where I talk to friends about all things NBA hoops. We do some NBA-related deep dives, drafts, news, and notes from around the league. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to the show, you can tweet at me at online underscore pod. I'm on Instagram. You can uh, email me any questions to onthelinepod at gmail.com. Last, if you could please rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. I greatly appreciate it. All right. Uh, we are back on the line for an emergency podcast. Uh, I have Ben Craw in uh, in studio. And by studio, I mean my apartment tonight. He in drove person. Up, drove up from Philadelphia uh, for some NBA basketball and some cheeseburgers. Ben, we have just witnessed a 50-point effort from Damian Lillard. The Portland Trailblazers have just polished off the Oklahoma City Thunder four games to one. Let me get a, a cheers here. Chris, yeah. here's to basketball. Here's to basketball. This is why you watch the game. Incredible. You I know mean, what? Yeah. All right. Listen, this night started with uh, the Toronto Raptors playing the Orlando Magic. Yes. I believe that game started like... 25 to 1 or something. Yeah. Uh, the Raptors ended up blowing them out. The next game was the Sixers yeah. and the Nets. The Sixers led that game 22 to 3, blew them out by 30 points. The next game was the Nuggets and the Spurs. A pretty good game. A game that the... we were very excited about watching. We had Absolutely. hopes for. Yeah. That was the game we had circled on the calendar. Mm-hmm. You told me, hey, I'm going to be coming up. You want to watch some hoops? Extremely like, excited to you know watch. What? We can our... watch Derek. We'll yep. see his hair in person. That Derek so versus great. Denver. Uh, one and of the marquee matchups of, of, of this entire playoffs. The only 2-2 series. It was kind of a dud. The game kind of disappointed. Yeah, you, you know, know just... Denver kind of pulled away and and uh whatever you that's know? the breaks yeah and then we and then we were like okay it's time to tune in <sighs> my oh my were we treated to a nightcap on tnt tonight i mean that was a game that we're never gonna forget like no. we talked about the clippers warriors earlier uh last week um yeah. as being unforgettable which it is but my god we just watched dame lillard yeah uh, probably on the biggest stage of his entire mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. in a closeout game mm-hmm. at home against his rival, Russell yeah. Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder, yeah. come out and drop 50 points. The 50th of those points being a buzzer beater, game-winning step-back 35-footer mm-hmm. uh, with a little hand wave at the end uh, <laughs> to, to close out the series. So unfucking believable I feel like one of the first things I'm going to remember about this game and this night in like retrospect mm. is like, so we were, we were trying to see if we could muster something out of San Antonio and Denver. So we had, we had two screens going for yes. the audience at home listening. We had multiple screens we had, going. We had a computer screen where the Spurs game was playing. And then we had my television where the, the uh, Portland Oklahoma city game was playing. And so Ben and I were trying to like, see if maybe we could get something to happen with San Antonio. I mean, should we even dip back into a little backstory of how this day unfolded? Because I wasn't yeah. even supposed to be, yeah, uh, here yeah. in the same city as you. That's right. Uh, I woke up this morning in okay. Philadelphia. That's right. Um, uh, so how did we get here, Ben? So I mean, you know, we don't we don't need to start from from the very beginning of time here, but sure. um, but to quit, you know, to make a long story short, um, I had kind of a a tech emergency with my laptop <laughs> due to my cat, uh, one of my three cats. <laughs> 
stepping on my laptop, uh-huh. rather lying on my laptop yes. uh, during a uh, a Mac OS update, <laughs> shutting my computer down and completely fucking it uh, and all of its files so that I could not work uh, during a very important deadline for me. So I had to uh, drive up to New York uh, to make sure that my laptop was usable. Uh, and then uh, once I was here, I figured, you know what? We've got a pretty exciting slate of basketball ahead of us tonight. Uh-huh. Why don't I pop up to Queens yes. uh, and visit my old friend Chris Wendelkin That's at, right. in his neighborhood. Uh-huh. And we can uh, maybe order a couple of double bacon cheeseburgers, oh maybe some, uh, some smoky barbecue wings. Uh, a few French fries and uh, and let's watch some hoops together and oh, see what happens, see yeah. what unfolds. Mm-hmm. We we didn't know if we'd be recording a podcast tonight. We no. were you know ready to pack it in. I would I would say we were. I mean, I was cautious. I was the I was the voice of reason. Yeah. In this whole podcast conversation, I said, "Look, you're here. If you want, we we can record an episode. But like, the priority is like." You need to get that sweet sleep. Right, right. We I mean, hey, have it's an early a fucking morning. Tuesday night. I got to show up at my office tomorrow. Sure. We don't it's need a to be foolish. drive back down to Williamsburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we can just play it safe. But we said, if anything extraordinary happens... Yeah, we, we decided together, let's let the game dictate. And my oh my, did it. Yeah. And you know what? When Dame Lillard mm-hmm. makes a step-back 35-footer to close out a series... Uh, you record a podcast. You record that's, a podcast. That's what you do. You so here we another are. beer and record a podcast. So here we fucking are. So one of the things I'll always remember about this game, this night, was like we were trying to see if we could get something out of the Denver San Antonio game. Correct. So I, I was I was keeping my eye on the the computer screen where that game was streaming, mm-hmm. and at one point during like mid late second quarter, you said to me. Hey, Lillard's got like twenty four points. Yeah, and I said, we were only like half paying attention, right? And then suddenly we like overheard on the on the broadcast like Lillard with his twenty ninth point. Yeah, with like, like four minutes left wait, in the second quarter. Lillard has twenty nine points, but the team only has fifty three, forty five. Like wait, at the time, what are you yeah. telling me? He has he had twenty nine of forty five. Telling me he has more than points. half of his team's points. Is that what you're telling me yeah, right now? Yeah. And so it's like, okay, well that can't sustain. Yeah. Like that that can't can that pow- that can't possibly continue. Right, but we should probably tune in just in case it does. And credit Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. With a very prescient remark at the half. Made a great said, point at halftime. There are only three things that can happen from here on in with Damian Lillard. That's right. He can get better, he can stay the same, or he can get a little worse. Yeah. Shout out to Inside the NBA on TNT, and Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, yeah, he said he could score more points, he could score fewer points, or he could <laughs> score, score the same amount. And to his credit... Fucking Lillard topped his first half with like one of the most improbable game-winning series-ending shots that I can ever remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes. It goes. I mean, obviously he did it before in 2014 against the war. uh, No, against against the Rockets. Was it 2016? Uh, Well, yeah, whatever. 2015, against against Houston. Um, But other than that, I mean, I you you know you got to go back to like. John Stockton in like what ninety eight against uh, the Rockets and in, in, like uh, ending a series at the horn. Yeah, yeah. I walk off and also like it was a. Uh, I mean, God, uh, yeah. I mean, the guy it's, scored fifty. It was his fiftieth. It was his fiftieth point. His tenth three pointer uh, like of he, the game, which is also he was a, the hero a of that whole record. game. Like that's the thing. Yeah. We were all talking about 
Lillard leading up to the game because he'd been so crazy. Right. You were saying it's nuts how like the past two games he was kind of shut down in the first halves right. uh, of both those games and then just came out on fire in the third quarter. Yeah. Um, you know, carried his team to a win in in uh, in game uh, four, right? No, yeah, right. This was game yes. five because they they game dropped five. game three, but then he, yeah, they came back and won game four. Yes. Um. So and everyone had kind of like the but you know everyone had been talking about how like this was his big moment, like this was kind of like yeah. a breakout series for him, the way he'd been wiping the floor with Westbrook, um, that big rivalry, and how Lillard was just like completely like dominating that that whole like rivalry. And everyone was kind of like finally taking notice of this dude mm-hmm. who's been here. He's been around for what, seven, eight years now in the yeah. league. And everyone's always known he's really good and doesn't really do much in the postseason. And then, yeah. but people were like starting to take notice like, oh, this could be like a year where he finally like kind of like raises some some eyebrows and yeah. Jesus Christ, did he? My yeah, God. he was just incredible. Yeah. I mean, like I... I I mean, let's also give some credit to, uh, you know, CJ. We mm-hmm. love CJ. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of his podcast. I would say it's a close second behind the JJ Reddick podcast. Sure, yes. But uh, the pull-up with CJ McCollum. That's right. Gotta urge everyone to check it out. It's fantastic stuff. Jordan Schultz is co-host. Co-hosted by Jordan Schultz, <laughs> the son of uh, independent uh, candidate presidential, for president, candidate, presidential candidate Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz. Pulling for you, Howard. For, former CEO of Starbucks, small coffee, coffee company. Yeah, maybe, maybe you've heard, heard of him. Uh, definitely get out there and vote for Howard whenever get you can. Get out the vote. Rock get out the early vote, and often. You know, all the, all the, all the things. Yeah, needless to say, uh, the, the OTL podcast uh, endorses <laughs> Howard uh, wholeheartedly. One thousand percent. We um, stand behind Howard. Yeah, um, but but uh, but you know, to a lesser extent, CJ is also a national treasure. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, he had a great game. He made a couple of really clutch uh, buckets uh, towards the end. Uh, I mean, Jesus, Mo Harkless like stepping up and making some free throws. Seth Curry with like a crazy clutch steal against uh, Paul George. Paul George missing two critical free Paul throws. Paul George missing two big free throws towards the end. Uh, I mean, Westbrook, you know, had the last drive right, bef- right before um, uh, uh, Dame's game winner. But you know what, West, Westbrook, like I'm kind of happy to say, like he yeah. didn't shoot Oklahoma City out of this game. He played a great no, game. No, if anything, he shot Oklahoma City into, into it. The game. Yeah, fucking kept a minute, had another triple double. But like, what's it gonna wasn't get what's gonna get stats. what's gonna get lost in this story is that you know at the beginning of the fo- end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth, mm. all of a sudden. I remember I said to you, I was like, hey, if OKC hits this shot right here, they'll be in the lead. They hit that shot. Yeah. And, and within they, like two minutes, it's like, now OKC's winning by 12. Yeah, they were up 12 in the fourth quarter with like eight minutes left. And right. suddenly they there were was just booing. making everything. They were booing at the Moda Center. Yeah. Like, there, it was it was anxious. And at that moment, you turned to me and you said, this is a game I would not want to lose if right. I was Portland. Right. Going back to Oklahoma City for a game six, for a series tying game six. Just weird mojo, weird and it was karma. Like, it was like, you guys, you guys were supposed to win the game yeah. where Lillard scored all those first half points like P- Portland you had on to like win a, that game like a 25 to 3 run or something like that isn't that what they said on the telecast yes something like that like yeah. some crazy run yeah. from the third into the fourth quarter yeah and suddenly yeah like Dame kind of got quiet Oklahoma City was just not missing a single shot and suddenly it was a 12 point game and we were kind of like oh fuck this is too bad I thought this was going to be a good game yeah but we both also said to our, each other because we're you know mm-hmm. smart students of the game basketball the game. Yep. Uh, scholars here uh, you know what? Basketball is a game of runs. Right. Portland's got at least one more good run in them. Right. And sure enough, they did um, to uh, to narrow the gap. And then it was just, you know, it was just shot for shot towards the end there. 
Let's talk and, about that uh, final possession and like what Ooh, was. How about we talk about yeah. two possessions before the or okay. one possession before Great. the final one, which was critical with like thirty seconds to go or something like that. Okay, and remember Dame came down and streaked for that uh, layup like through traffic Incredible. in between two guys to get the two for one. Yes, which is the only reason why they had the ball for that last shot. Yes, because Dame had the wherewithal to be like, okay, thirty seconds left on the clock. I need to get a quick bucket. Yes. Before, uh, yeah, okay, so he gets the ball back. Uh, Incredible acrobatic so play. So smart. Yeah. Yeah, he's just fucking really good. Um, I mean, we, you know, we've talked about him a lot through this first round um, and sort of why, you know, we, we've, I think we've touched a little bit on like the reasons why he's flown under the radar. Obviously, the lack of playoff success uh, when you compare him to someone like Steph Curry yeah. or, uh, or Kyrie Irving. Yeah. You know, the fact that he plays in, in Portland. Um, right. You know, like it's just kind of like, I don't know. It, it makes sense why why people don't really talk about him, but he's like got this game that is just so he's incredible pound for pound to watch with all those guys. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's no doubt in my mind if <clears throat> Damian Lillard played on the Cleveland Cavs in 2016 with LeBron James and all those guys, he yeah. could have had the same success that Kyrie Irving did. Or if sub Lillard in for Steph Curry on a team with Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson yeah. and Draymond Green, like I'm sure they would have won titles. Absolutely. As well. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, he never has had maybe the same supporting cast that these other, you know, incredible superstar all NBA players have had. Right. But, but when you're talking about a dude who just like has the balls to take the shot like when you absolutely need it. Yep. And and you know, doesn't, you know, he's not a, a guy who's going to go 5 for 20 or 5 for 21. Yeah. Um and just like completely disappear. Um I mean, I don't know, like I also just it's, think like it's something awesome to watch like him finally have his, his big moment. I don't know that we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but like his demeanor, like, yeah, well, that's what everyone taught like his leadership qualities. Yeah. It's you know? such a cliche, but like cliche term, right? everyone fucking talks about it. Obviously, you know, I, I can't speak to it that much since I'm not a beat reporter. I haven't witnessed him in the locker room or, yeah. or you know, like ever talked to him in person or anything like that. But like everyone fucking mentions that his he's leadership, just, right. Sets the entire culture for that whole team. I feel like it's a vague, idea that we probably have no right to really talk about because like we're not in the locker room but what i can what i feel like we are qualified to talk about is like what we see yeah like how he behaves on the court yes and how that seems to influence his teammates yes. is his business-like demeanor what i can tell is this he's got a really business-like approach yeah he extremely unruffled he's at really all times. like contained yeah like, his body language he doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. Like, He's not even, a guy that bitches to the refs a lot. No, like even when he hit the game-winning, series-winning shot, yep. like he's pretty contained yeah. like, in, in terms of like his exuberance. <laughs> like, I mean, to have the composure to hit a step-back 35-footer to end a series and then not change your expression whatsoever and just calmly walk back and then do a little yeah. wave goodbye hand signal like you know who's thinking about that the golden state warriors yeah yeah like his next op- their next like his next opponent's like jesus this guy's business like well, his next not- opponent is either the spurs or the nuggets oh, excuse me yeah and yeah yeah i i mean i don't know you know we watched the nuggets uh, handle a spurs team like pr- right. pretty pretty easily tonight and like i love that team i think they're awesome but i would not want to fuck with dame lillard at all right now if i were the denver nuggets or the spurs for that matter because that series is far from over but uh i mean also you just like like contrast dame's 
body language and like on court persona and personality with like the guy that he's playing against, which is Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And I don't start contrast. I don't I don't I'm, I don't mean this as a critique of Westbrook, but it's yeah, just we're like not you, Westbrook haters. No, by no, any no. Means. But like there is like a noticeable difference in terms of like, you know, Lillard was the guy that was going to just like not get into the games, not going to be like really showy. Mm-hmm. Like when he hit a shot, like he wasn't going to try to rub it in anyone's face. He wasn't like rocking the cradle mm-hmm, or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, I mean, he mixes it up in like a much less ostentatious way. Like yeah. he does it. But, Excues me. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. Rip into the microphone. Uh, but keeping it real. Yeah, folks. yeah. Uh, real. Apologies, but but you know, uh, like it's also a horribly trite cliche to say, but like he does like let his game do the talking, and yeah. when you know when you see Westbrook uh, like do all the showboating and stuff after like hitting his first three pointer in like right. seven attempts, you're kind of like, all right, man, like that's cool. I guess yeah. whatever you need to do to like get yourself hyped up and like get yeah. your team into it um but there is something really uh, awesome about westbrook i know we actually kind of love that like, i actually we were commenting earlier how i, I not appreciate me- that part of westbrook like yeah. the fact that he has the insanity to to like yeah. show to like taunt and showboat like after going one for six uh, i really three. admire it like i yeah. don't know that if i was a professional <laughs> basketball player that i'd ever have like the gall to be that guy but i have fucking incredible respect for I have someone. deep respect for <laughs> yeah. Westbrook yeah um, I'm kind of sad to see him go it's uh, you know we were talking a lot about how I'm sad to see the team go Oklahoma yeah. City was a fun team throughout the year yeah Paul George had the shoulder issue and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know like I feel like around February March there was a moment where I really thought Oklahoma City could be in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean State when he was run for their money, running on all cylinders at 100. percent Like that team looked, you know, as as good as anyone outside of Golden State. Um, right. Another like kind of um, uh, critical guy to that team was Stephen Adams, and people have yeah. talked about whether or not he's banked up. He plays, you know, he's such a fucking hard ass. He just plays for everything, and yeah, you know, he didn't really. He wasn't on the floor in best. the final minutes, right? Was he I not? I feel like they called yeah. a timeout and he was like in his warm-ups. Yeah, were they going to the, the small ball with Grant at the with five? Jeremy Grant. Yeah. 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 That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, so he didn't look as, you know, like 100%. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's tough. We liked OKC. I mean, you know, Westbrook is a whole other can of worms to get into and like his whole like relationship with the media and stuff has been in the news. I don't yeah. really want to rehash all that. I'll like plenty yeah. of other... Podcasts and articles have uh, have covered Taken that, it, yeah. you know, plenty. But um, but yeah, like suffice to say, like I think that he, like whether you kind of root for him or root against him, like he's such a, like I'm so grateful for his existence in the league. If nothing else, like I love his persona, whatever it is, whether he's a, whether you think he's a heel, whether you, whether you're on his side and it's him against the world and blah blah blah, like. He's so he so fully embodies what he is yeah. um, that I kind of have to like, like love him for that, even if I think he's kind of a prick. Maybe if you put a replacement player into this series for Russell Westbrook, he had all the same stats, but was just not an asshole on the court and wasn't like a showboat. We all know that this series would be like much less fun and interesting. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, like, what the hell would we be talking about? Like, if not we all for tu- him? we all tuned in tonight, and yeah. we we're all fixated. We want to like, see Lillard Dame versus Russ, Lillard versus Westbrook. Yeah, because there's this like super fucking crazy chippy guy, yeah, and this like sort of icy cold like snipery guy, yeah, and like that's 
that's fireworks. Yeah. That's like we, he's a WWF character. Yes, that's like a heavyweight fight. Like we come to see the heavyweight fight, and Russ delivered the goods in yeah, that respect. He totally did. Um, and he, so. and by the way, he played great tonight. Yeah, he had an awesome game. Did he have I a mean, triple double? He had a triple double, yeah. but it wasn't empty stats. He shot pretty efficiently. He had 14 assists, which we were also Jesus. talking about how like yeah. he's such an underrated passer because everyone just focuses on his atrocious shooting all the time. Yeah, which is also you know not insignificant, of course. Like. There's plenty of games where he just shoots them out of, out of uh, you know close games, but but he also creates so many points through his uh, passing, which people don't you know they just assume he's like a stat hog like yeah. fucking Rondo, but like no, he's a great passer. He's the absolute hub of that offense. Um, you know, he probably should be shooting fewer three pointers than he is, but he's still like if it weren't for his his passing ability alone, like they wouldn't be in these games. So. And yeah. both guys, Lillard and Westbrook, are like the emotional life force of their team. They go oh, yeah. about it in different ways, yeah. but like they really are the two focal pieces that like from a energy and character and just like emotionality mm-hmm. perspective, mm-hmm. like their teams rally around. Yeah, they set the tones. They set the tone. It's completely like, yeah. Like in the timeout, they're For the ones that's worse, like, that are know? barking directions, explaining like, we're going to do this, that, and the other. And like their team rallies around them and sort of like becomes part of that like guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, it's true. And and yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's It was just great theater. Like, at the end of the day, like, that's all you can really say. It's just fucking entertaining. An entertaining goddamn product. Um, I'm so glad that, that we were here, that it was yeah. just randomly through dumb and, uh, luck and my beautiful, brilliant cat, um, who at the time God. I was cursing um, to the high heavens. Um, Which cat was it? Maceo. Yeah, Maceo. Shout, shouts to Maceo. Shouts to Maceo. He's the second of our third cats, uh, counting in order of when we... Um, Adopted them. Um, he's a beautiful tuxedo male God cat. Um, he's quite a gentleman. And, uh, you know, he takes some time to warm up to. But if you get to know him, he's a really, really great animal. You know, every now and then he does, uh, you know, he, he, he messes up like all of us. He's not a, <laughs> you know, he's not a perfect... Uh, uh, perfect uh, person or cat. Um, Maceo, if you're listening to this, anytime yeah, you want to lie down on that keyboard of uh, Ben's, that's mm-hmm. not a problem with mm-hmm. me. You send him right on up to Queens, New York. I'll record a couple pods with him. We'll eat some burgers, watch some basketball. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's much appreciated, exactly. Maceo. So Portland moves on. Yeah. They face the winner of San Antonio, Denver. Uh, Denver's now up 3-2, but the series is going back to San Antonio for game six. Okay. Um, I mean, you have to imagine... You know that's going to be a, a, a so tight one. Derek got into foul trouble. Yeah, tonight, Derek right? had four fouls early. Yeah, didn't really his his hair wasn't looking its let's, best. Let's talk tonight. about the hair. Let's talk. It about It looked the hair. a little. What? I don't want to say flat because it's never really flat, but, but like it was askew, like it almost looked like um, someone had karate chopped the middle of it <laughs> so that it was a little oh, bit. Oh, interesting. So it parted. It down. almost looked like there was a part where instead of usually it kind of spikes and peaks in the middle, <laughs> there were it seemed like there were almost two peaks kind uh-huh. of to the sides uh-huh. and the middle was a little bit indented, a little flat. Um, almost like he had taken a shower with bad water pressure. Uh, you know, Seinfeld reference there, but like, I don't know. It just seemed like he, he wasn't quite, I, I do have a theory that, uh, oh man, look at Ennis, by the way. Sorry. We're watching. We have the, uh, the post game press conferences in the background here and it's his shoulder wrap. Look at Ennis with a full, full shoulder wrap looking like a, like uh, a fucking linebacker, a beautiful Indian princess or something. Yeah, um, 
But uh, yeah, shouts to Ennis who really gutted it out, man. He took a couple spills, one of which was completely self-inflicted. We're happy for Ennis. After flopping, but we are. We're very very happy happy. for Ennis. Pour one out for Ennis. Yeah. Uh, Once Nick, always a Nick, even though we were very happy to see him leave our team. (laughs) Uh, We're, you know, we're always hoping for the best for him. Uh, And it's great to see him uh, get some playoff success He was so happy when he got traded to New York. He was like very positive about the whole thing oh yeah he could have been an asshole yeah unlike some other players we won't mention uh clearly loved the city uh loved the fans uh was always very you know just enthusiastic energetic effusive with all of his just uh, like saw it for what it was which was an opportunity yeah and we had a good run there and then eventually it soured but we had some moments i'll never forget um you know uh the the makes my nipples hard comment um (laughs) for sure uh, of course, the time that he went on the injured list with uh, with hamburgers, hamburgers, eating too many hamburgers. Yeah, which we can sympathize with because we uh, had. Whew, boy, we ordered wow. a couple of I, uh, double <laughs> bacon cheeseburgers tonight. I threw mine down pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I like paused. I I like ate. I like blew through about like two third? thirds of mine, maybe <laughs> maybe half. Um, and then I kind of paused and milked it for like at least uh, uh, a second half of the game. BC glanced I over. I glanced over and, and I was like, like, man, it's nice that we have me? these wings to break up the burgers, right? Because you got to, like, they're so heavy, you got to put them down after a while. And then I realized that Chris didn't have any burger left. Yeah, no, my burger was gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You had already put yours down That's right. in your stomach yes. entirely. I was working on my spicy fries. Yeah. Um, I feel like another, uh, uh, transitioning back to Spurs Nuggets, mm. um, another person who we saw tonight who we haven't really talked much about on the pod is Lonnie Walker. Yeah. Uh, this is another special hair man that we love. Mm-hmm. Not um, the most significant player uh, in the Spurs rotation. Probably only got in there tonight because it was a 20-point game. And there's the, great hair potential here. Yeah, we love his hair. Yeah. We love his high-flying, leaping ability. We don't really know much else about his game. <laughs> no. How would um, you describe his hair? So it's it's uh, he has like... He has like five or six thick dreads that are, are they bundled at the top or is it no, just? No, there's no bundling there's, or tying. It's all just the stiffness of of the different chunks. Some of which go directly straight vertical up and then others are bent. I, I was going to say there are, there is like a jagged nature. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, Incredible. Yeah, it's kind of like, I guess, was it sort of like Alfred Payton before he That's had right. like the... Like the MC Hammer backup dancer thing. Do we um, know exactly why Alfred Payton went clean cut? Mm, he went straight edge at a certain point. Well, he changed teams, right? And then he was yeah. like, maybe a fresh start kind of a thing. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Um, I do know for a fact that part of his appeal was his hair. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, when you have hair like that, that increases your draft profile, your stock. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. Yeah. Um, Wait, are we talking about Alfred or Alani now? Uh, well, both. I mean, yeah. Alfred. I feel like Alfred definitely climbed the draft board when uh, he entered. You know, the draft. I think out of he didn't go to Weber State. He went to like one of the small uh, a small school. Okay. Had incredible hair, and I feel like that in, that obviously like increased his draft profile. Yeah, yeah. And then when he got traded, I feel like he had like a come to Jesus moment where he's like, "All right, maybe I'll cut my hair." Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll come back. Maybe sure. he'll, uh, he'll he'll change it up again. But but yeah, we love Lonnie. We're excited to see him. Um, you know, uh, uh, flourish and grow a little bit. See what the Spurs system can do for him. Um, you know, obviously right now he's not a, not a real integral part of that uh, that rotation. But 
He's only a rookie, so... Anyone else you want to talk about in uh, the Spurs-Nuggets series? Mm, I mean, it's great to see Gary Harris kind of getting yes. back into the mix. We getting... talked about, of course, our favorite Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, should we rehash that a little bit? Sure. I mean, real quickly, Jokic, number one in our yeah. hearts. We love Gary. We love Monty Morris. This is where it gets interesting. Yeah. So, so we, we both feel pretty strongly that Monty Morris might be one of the best players on the Nuggets and or most important players on the absolutely Nuggets. Absolutely critically important yes. as the backup point guard comes in and kind of does everything that Jamal Murray doesn't do. <laughs> what are his best qualities? Uh, well, he never fucks up. He's a little bit like Derek White without quite the defensive ability. Ding, 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 ding. Are we seeing a theme? <laughs> Are we seeing a theme from Derek to Monty? Hello? I mean, let's just say Don't Monty make mistakes. grew his hair a little bit longer, it maybe would, he shaped it. Couldn't hurt. Into something of a rectangular, cylindrical type maybe thing. Maybe it grows out of goatee. I'm just uh, saying, you know, hey, we're just throwing some ideas around, just Monty. Just an idea. If you're listening, yeah. <laughs> no pressure. We already love you. You don't have to change at all. But if you were to change, certainly couldn't hurt. Let's focus on the hair um, yeah. and the in the facial aspect of that hair. But um, we love Monty. Monty's great. Doesn't turn the ball over ever. Yeah, just kind of does his job. Very efficient shooter. Right. Um, kind of just controls the game in a also way that Jamal Murray. Monty, like Monty Morris is a fucking great name. It's a great name that helps a lot. Yeah, sounds like he could be like a superhero or a DJ or something. Who knows? Yes. Um, I also feel like he is a nice compliment. I don't want to say antidote, but a nice compliment to like the volatility of well, Jamal that's what I'm Murray. Saying. He like, and Jamal are the perfect partners, marriage because Jamal right? is everything that Monty's not, which is yes. super um, erratic. Yeah, kind exactly. Of like erratic like shooters, incredible, so games. streaky, yeah, feast yeah. your fam, and all that. Yeah. Monty just comes in and just like baseline you know steady competence i'm monty yeah i'll be here every day i'm not gonna go 0 for 11 yeah. and then suddenly catch fire i'm right. gonna like shoot you know probably yeah. four for seven i don't fuck up yeah i'm monty morris yeah exactly so we love monty um yeah i mean the nuggets team is very likable but I'm we also beasley, love the spurs as we so. talked about i'm a beasley guy love the bees i love beasley i'm here on beasley um on beasley island mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. love bees uh we love uh you mentioned the plum Mm-hmm. Plumley, he's kind of the tall Monty Morris in kind that he Monty comes Morris. in. You know, he's obviously not Nicole Jokic out there, mm-hmm. but he kind of does like sixty percent of what Jokic can do when and he's really at his best. Interestingly, and, you noted that he is a big fan of the reverse slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the one of the real features of uh, of Plumley's game, <laughs> game is that uh, when he's anywhere near wow. the hoop, um, instead of just doing a normal dunk or layup, he'll go for the reverse almost every time. Wow. Uh, Imagine very being his agent. That. You're like, yeah. So he rebounds well. You know, he, he hits his foul shots and. Yeah. Uh, He's got a reverse yeah, dunk. Yeah, he's got like a special move. You're going to want to see the reverse he's dunk. He's got this like signature move. It's called the reverse jam. The reverse jam. dunk, yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, pretty great. Kids like it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Plumlee's great. You know, kind of an underrated passer. is a big man too, which I feel like he's uh, learned some tips from Nicola um, as, as his understudy. Um, yeah, so Denver's, you know, extremely fun, um, but it's the kind of thing where we love both those teams, so whoever comes out of that series, um, it's going to be, man, so them versus Portland, and then on the other side, we've got, I mean, Houston hasn't wrapped things up yet, nor has Golden State for that matter. Right. I think they both play tomorrow night, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Yep. So they could both close out tomorrow, and then we get Houston-Golden State in round two. 
which I know like some people are like, oh, that should be the Western Conference Finals, but I am ready to get it on. Like, I want to see that right now. Yeah. ASAP. I'm ready for it. Like, let's just fucking get on with it. And one thing I've learned about the NBA, generally speaking, but I feel like this season more than ever is like, don't take anything for granted. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And, uh, don't assume especially when you have chris paul on your team yeah don't assume something is gonna be there in two weeks from now (laughs) yeah like for example chris paul's yeah health health of his hamstrings so if you if you you want something and you need something let's just do it now yeah you know what i mean and this is the anthony davis requesting a trade (laughs) of of playoff series it's like hey guess what i want this right now yeah you know what i mean like i want this let's just do this right now let's not pretend let's not pretend let's just do this who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow yeah um let's just take care of it exactly so i'm very excited for that and Um, on the east on the eastern side has on the east everything is wrapped up so we're ready for round two milwaukee moves on yeah they're not None of those games start until I think Saturday or Sunday. Okay. Um, Boston moves gotta, on. Milwaukee moves on. Yeah. So Toronto we've got, moves on. Got Boston, Milwaukee, and then Philly, Toronto. Wait. You made right. A, yep. Yeah. That's you all made done. a point about Greg. Uh, Greg Monroe. Yeah. Greg Monroe. Um, it's basically going to be the um, the showdown of Greg Monroe teams in round two, since Greg Monroe. <laughs> Is obviously a, currently a Philadelphia 76er. Yes. But he has also uh, played meaningful roles on the Boston Celtics, yep. the Toronto Raptors, yep. and the Milwaukee Bucks. So it's great to see um, uh, no matter what happens, Greg Monroe is going to be advancing. The many faces into the, of the moose. Yeah, into yeah. the semifinals. Incredible. So, love that. Love to see, uh, see Greg getting all those opportunities with so many good teams. Uh, what, a, what a career he's had, the moose. We love the moose. And, uh, I mean, you know, obviously we don't want to see uh, Joel rest any more games in these playoffs. But if he does, uh, it's just, you know, more opportunity for, for the moose. That's so. right. That's right. All right. I think uh, I think we're, we're good here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are we, how are we doing? Yeah. I mean. I mean, we're, we're, uh, let's, I, I think we, we, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. We need to go to bed. Fair. Then. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, we will talk to you later in the week. Yeah, then. We're just going to go back and rewatch that entire uh, Portland OKC game. What can I finish. say? I mean, it's been a hell of a night. We Jesus had cheeseburgers. Christ. We had beers. We saw one of the most unforgettable playoff uh, games we will probably see in a while. And yeah. uh, Ben, thanks for hopping on the pod. We'll touch base with you uh, later in the week. Yeah, basketball. Basketball. My name's Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at OnTheLine underscore pod. I'm on Instagram. You can find me there. Email me your questions at OnTheLinePod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, subscribe to the show on iTunes, wherever you get podcasts. Have a great week. I'll talk to you guys in a little bit.